Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. If you're shopping at Wegmans, the uh, Northeastern grocery chain, they have, I don't know, over 100 stores now or something like that. They have... uh, just canceled their mobile app, Scan and Go. Yeah, they're not going to do it. Apparently, they haven't found out what Sam's found out a long time ago. Just check people at the door with their product. Even if you have the Scan and Go, they still check you. It makes it faster because you don't have to go through the cash register and you can just scan while you're shopping and then you hit the door and you're out. But they do have someone actually double-checking the product in your cart with your receipt. That way, uh, it cuts down on, you know, theft. So Wegman said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and end the app because of rampant shoplifting. <laughs> they said the losses we're experiencing prevent us from continuing to make it available in its current state. We've made the decision to turn the app off until we can make improvements that will meet the needs of our customers and business. And that was it. So the the Scan and Go app was, uh, you know, they were happy to get it started a couple of years ago and said it's a way to ramp it up cashier list, Amazon, like Amazon Go stores. We don't need any cashiers anymore. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you need somebody to just check the carts at the door. Maybe you hire somebody for that. But what do I know? So apparently they, you know, they're saying that the self-checkout abusers It's easy to do, and it reaps rich rewards, even if they're caught. There's no sanctions being applied. And uh, so this uh, particular professor at the University of Leicester in UK uh, said that he analyzed 140 million scan-and-go app transactions. And one retailer shared data saying, uh, comparing its stores with and without scan-and-go apps. And those with the technology had a loss rate 18% higher than those that did not. Interesting. I'd like to see what uh, Sam's Club and uh, Sam's Club has with their scan and go. Because I bet it's a lot less than that. Because sometimes you do make a mistake and you screw up. But most of the time, people are pretty honest, I would say. I know. Coming from me, weird. I know. And I, you feel bad when you screwed up by mistake because they're like, hey, uh, that's, uh, that's not on the receipt. Wait, what? Yeah, it is. No, I, you forgot to scan it. Oh, well. Uh, you know, it's just a way to do it. Now, I, I know that at, which is nice. I mean, the scan and go at the Sam's Club are awesome. And I wish that uh, Costco had it. They do not. And they have people checking you at the door as well. So I don't know why Costco doesn't have the Scan and Go app. And when I say it's awesome, my wife loves it. That's why it's awesome. So I love it too. Makes her happy. I'm happy. Uh, (laughs) But I just find it interesting that Wegmans has not figured out maybe you have somebody just check people at the door. That's it. It's easy as that. In fact, you're welcome, Wegmans. You're welcome. I'll send you a 
consultation fee, uh, you know, in the mail. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Be on the lookout in Miami Beach because there's going to be gunfire and it's not going to be at you. But it it could be if you're out for a walk. They're uh, upset in Miami Beach, on Miami Beach, about the iguana population. It's been expanding and people are not happy about it. Something needs to be done. I had a seawall that the iguanas destroyed, said one resident. <laughs> so they're out shooting them. They're, they've paid a hunter to go out and, uh, you know, humanely, of course, take care of the iguana and uh, get rid of them. They had a budget last year of $50,000 for iguana removal. They've upped that to $200,000 and they want to tackle the problem with both private and public properties. I don't know. I don't know how you do that without, you have to give the hunters. And plus, if they put a bounty on them, which they're talking about, well, you know, we put a bounty on them, uh, dead or alive, then, uh, you know, people are going to go out and hunt them. That's the way it's going to be. I think that's a better use of our money. Wait till someone gets shot while you're shooting an iguana. Whose fault is that? Are you suing the city because you shot your neighbor because you were trying to shoot the iguana? <laughs> here, little iguana, here, baby. Oh, I missed him. That's going to be happening all over Miami Beach. Now, they've created a committee that's uh, going to be formed or has been formed that's going to look into best practices and competitive bids for removal services. So, if you are an iguana hunter and perhaps have a decent weapon to go out and hunt for iguanas, there's one. Then you got to take them away. You've got to remove them too. <laughs> so be ready in Miami Beach for gunshots everywhere from private and public property. They're going to be taking down the iguanas. We've had enough of iguana poop all over Miami Beach. We've had enough of property being destroyed from iguanas. They're everywhere. The one picture of the iguanas on a sidewalk in this neighborhood is incredible. And I don't know how else, I guess you, I guess you trap them and then you move them somewhere, but who are you going to, is it, you're going to have the, you know, you got gator land, you're going to have iguana land. I mean, there's another million dollar idea. Uh, so I'm giving you two businesses that you can make some money on right now. You can become an iguana killing and or removal company and go make your bid to Miami beach. Or you can open up, you know, iguana, <laughs> iguana land, and then, you know, start doing tricks and showing them off and bringing people in and you just, you'll get them for free. Miami beach. You'll give them to you. Iguana land. So there's two great ideas right there. I mean, I, hello, you're welcome. You are welcome. I will say something has to be done. There's no question about that. We have stories all the time. There's a new monkey story. <laughs> where the monkey attacks this guy. I mean, he is uh, yapping it with a stick. Yeah, yapping. Yapping it, whacking it with a stick. And he's throwing bricks at him. And there's multiple monkeys in this neighborhood. It's in India. But uh, the monkey, the one big monkey, finally attacks him. 
rips his shirt, knocks him down, says, back off. So, I mean, it's time for humans to take ground back. And the iguanas, are if they're starting to take over on Miami Beach, uh, it's not long they're going to be spreading out. So something has got to be done. I guess it has to be put on, uh, you know, Miami Beach to take care of the problem. But so be it. That's the way it is. So I think it's better to have an iguana killing and rescue removal team out doing it on public and private property rather than you know, just having everyone out on the streets with their weapons shooting, shooting iguanas. <laughs> it won't end well. It will not end well for the iguanas or the humans. Hey, you remember Alexandra Kefren? She was the 18 year old from Romania that uh, was auctioning off her virginity for a million dollars. Yeah. Well, uh, you can stop, you know, it's not bidding. Uh, there's been an anonymous businessman who I bet he's anonymous who has offered the teen over two million dollars. Okay, now uh, Kefren is repped by Cinderella Escorts, which call themselves the world's most famous escort agency. I guess they take twenty five percent off the top. So I mean, if it's two million, they'll get uh, you know five hundred thousand which is not a bad deal for repping one model. But uh, Alexandra did an interview on some, I don't know, silly TV show, and she said where she got the idea from. I saw a movie on TV. Uh, it was about a girl who sold herself for one million a night. Indecent proposal, yes. Yes, that's it. And I thought that, hmm, maybe I can do this too. Yeah, maybe I can do this too. Yeah, maybe I can do this too. So she's going to go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, and She plans on going to school at uh, Oxford University. She's going to buy her parents a home. Her parents say they are against her doing this. They're, they don't want her doing it. But uh, hey, we'll take the house though. <laughs> uh, no, hey, uh, what are you doing? Alexandra, stop. What are you doing? Okay, sure, we'll take the house. Thank you. Love you. Go make some more money. Take care. <laughs> so congratulations, Alexandra Kefron, for uh, breaking that $1 million mark uh, well oh, by, uh, by heading $2 million to uh, sell your virginity. Money up front. Man, that's first, first and foremost. Money up front. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the world's largest online nursery? With the expertise, care, and selection you won't find anywhere else. What if you could show up at a park uh, with a barbecue, plenty of shade, and you had it all to yourself? That's what you can have in your own backyard with Fast Growing Trees. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate, location, and needs. You don't have to drive around to nurseries and the big gardening centers. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped to your door in one to two days. Whether you're looking to add some privacy, shade, or natural beauty to your yard, Fast Growing Trees has an in-house expert. Yes, in-house expert, ready to help you make the right selection with growing and care advice available 
seven. I loved uh, going to uh, fastgrowingtrees.com and uh, picking out some fruit trees. My daughter was like, I need to grow some fruit on the back porch. And so off to fast growing trees we go. Uh, even if you never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. Just like uh, over 1 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers across the country. Plus, they have their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee. You can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. You'll get 15% off your entire order now through October 15th. 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. Fastgrowingtrees.com slash Jeffy. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. This is where Elton John is going to be performing at the White House. Elton John is going to be performing at the White House. Apparently, they're going to have a big event held on the South Lawn this coming Friday. If you're listening live, today is the 20th of September, 2022, Tuesday. So we're looking at Friday, the 23rd. Now, invites have already been sent out. Apparently, uh, guests will be required to get tested for COVID-19 before attending. I guess that's fine. You know, I mean, I can understand that. So John's performance, Elton's performance, was announced after James Taylor performed at the White House this week. It kicked off the celebration of Joe Biden's 2022 Inflation Reduction Act. Yay! Wait, so was Elton there already last Friday? Because I thought James Taylor was last week, right? So did we miss the Elton performance? Because this story says this Friday. So, okay, maybe they announced it after James last week and it's going to be this Friday. Um, Okay, so I'm just trying to make sense of, I can't believe that we would have missed Elton John at the White House to (laughs) to celebrate. Yay! Uh, Apparently, this event is part of activities returning to the White House following the ease of COVID-19 restrictions. Yeah, well, you know, you still got to get tested. So don't think it's don't think we're completely over it. Although I believe our president said uh, earlier uh, this week. Oh, yeah. On Sunday. uh, Is that the beginning of the week or the end of the week uh, that the pandemic was over? (laughs) I thought Elton would be retired. Oh, he is retired, but he's just on his farewell tour, which is going to take forever. Uh, apparently, the fell, the actual farewell tour, uh, the Yellow Brick Road tour, wraps up in Sweden in July of 2023. And then after that, he claims that he's going to take a bit of a hiatus and figure out what he's going to do next. Uh-huh. Now, he says, because uh, originally I thought we were supposed to retire because he wanted to spend more time with his family. Maybe, I, th- I think we've come to the conclusion here on Chewing the Fat that the pandemic, you know, kicked the crap out of that. The pandemic made him realize, oof, I don't want to be home. I love hubby and I love the kids, but I can't do this every day. No, I gotta, I gotta do something else. So he said he already has some ideas. Uh, on how 2023 is shaping up a documentary titled Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, The Final Elton John Performances, and The Years That Made His Legend will be on Disney+. 
and he's going to be part of a theater adaption of the life of Tammy Faye Messner and her first husband, Jim Baker. Wow, Tammy Faye will premiere in October at the Alameda... Amorphophallus. (laughs) Not sure how that's pronounced like that. I think it's Alameda Theater in London. He said he probably won't release anything next year, but you never know. I might do something with someone else's record, but not mine. Yeah, I thought they were having the big Christmas thing with What's-His-Face, Ed Sheeran. He had the Britney Spears Hold Me Closer, which, you know, they're saying Britney had a hot 100, her first top 10 single in nearly a decade. Yeah, thank you, Elton, for pulling that off for him. So we'll see. Elton still is a busy man and uh, will be performing at the White House. Yay! Let the White House party. They're just partying, having a great time because everything is beautiful and wonderful, right? Exactly. Now, everything isn't beautiful or wonderful for Will Smith since his slapping of comedian Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. Uh, that's uh, definitely, in this story, it's even called The Slap Heard Around the World. <laughs> so Apple has a new film that they were going to release with Will Smith titled Emancipation. And they were going to do it before the end of this year. And now they're saying, hey, you know what? We, we're going to probably delay that till next year. Yeah, you know, we shelled out 120, $120 million for the rights alone. And we want to be eligible for the award season and everything. But, uh, woof, man, uh, Smith's reputation could tarnish the Apple brand if the move is released. So we're just going to kind of hold off on this bad boy. Wow. I mean, Will, you seriously screwed up big time. Will Smith, big time. The slap earned round the world. Meanwhile, I guess Emancipation uh, reportedly wowed the audience during a test screening earlier this year generating an overwhelmingly positive reaction. I know it's probably great. I mean, I, I like a lot of Will's work, no question. But, uh, man, Will should not have done what he did. And, I, you know, I'm sure if he could take it back, he would. But you can't, can you, Will? And then Mariah Carey, something else to look forward to, as long as we're in the break room. And, I mean, you, you might as well huh, think about looking forward to this. Mariah Carey plans to release her secret alt-rock album from the 90s. Right? I know. So the pop diva has more in common with, you know, grunge than you would expect. Does she? Does she? So back in the 90s, I mean, she was had monster hits. Dream Lover, Fantasy... Uh, honey, all of those. Holy cow. So she plans to release the 1995 LP, which had been buried by her label. But uh, she unearthed her version of Someone's Ugly Daughter, and which originally featured her lead vocals before they were replaced by uh, Clarissa Dane uh, in the band uh, Chic from uh, Mimi. So uh, she, relieved, she revealed to Rolling Stone that uh, I'm working on a version where there will be another artist working with me. Oh, okay. So Carrie produced and wrote and sang backup backup vocals on Someone's Ugly Daughter, which came out the same year uh, that she released her blockbuster Daydream album. Her involvement was kept secret by her then-label Columbia Records. Weird why. I don't know why that, why that was. I honestly wanted to put the record out back then and let them discover that it was me, but that idea was squashed. 
Wow. All right, so there you go. Good good news for Mariah, uh, Mariah Carey. She's a 25th anniversary of her Butterfly album, which dropped from the pop heavens on September 6th. Did it drop from the pop heavens? What is this? This is New York Post. Who wrote this article, though, from the pop? It was from the Rolling Stone, probably, by Chuck Arnold. Yeah, okay, Chuck. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Drop from the pop heavens on September 16th, 1997. Yeah. It was musical therapy for her toward the end of her marriage and her then label had Tommy Mottola. Yeah, I know. It was just... But then she dropped it from the pop heavens, Mariah Carey. And good news or bad news, depending on how you look at it, uh, Spanish media had reported uh, this past weekend that Woody Allen had announced his retirement from filmmaking to focus on writing. Oh, well, then his representatives were like, uh, yeah, no, that's not what uh, what he said. So Woody Allen never said he was retiring, nor did he say he was writing another novel. Okay. He said he was thinking about not making films as making films that go straight or very quickly to streaming platforms is not so enjoyable for him as he is a great lover of the cinema experience. Currently, he has no intention of retiring and is very excited to be in Paris shooting his new movie, which will be his 50th. I would say, Woody, um, people like to have movies uh, go straight to streaming or very quickly to streaming. And you could probably make a little bit more money, although you probably don't need to make any more money. But uh, you being uh, the great lover of cinema, I wouldn't want you to actually just, I don't know, maybe watch the film yourself at a theater. I'm sure you have one at your beck and call if you don't have one in your home already. These people, man, these people tick me off. It's time, never mind. Uh, it's darn, darn shame. Darn shame. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy. I got to rethink what I'm talking about here. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a, I'm happy that Woody Allen is not retiring from filmmaking because, whew, whoa. I mean, I've seen all 49 of Woody's movies and they are great. And I can't wait for the 50th. You won't be able to drag me out of the theater. I'll tell you that. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we're just coming off the Queen's funeral, and I was wondering, wow, I mean, I don't know who pays for it. Well, obviously, the United Kingdom pays for it, but, I mean, how much are they spending on that funeral? Holy cow. But then I saw a list of some of the mega funerals that we've had in the past, and I thought, oh, that's interesting, because they didn't have uh, uh, Nelson Mandela's on this list, which is kind of weird. They had Washington, D.C., 1963. Yes, John F. Kennedy. They had uh, Kingston, Jamaica, 1981. Yes, Bob Marley. They had the Staples Center, Los Angeles, 2009. 
No, not Kobe. Michael Jackson. Remember I said 2009. They had uh, Calcutta, India, 1997. Mother Teresa. I know. And they had Vienna, Austria on this list, 1827. Ludwig van Beethoven. Because when you think of funerals, <laughs> you think of Ludwig van Beethoven, man. You don't think of a, you don't think of another funeral ever. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have Nelson Mandela's funeral on this, and this was a that was a pretty big freaking funeral uh, in 2013, right? I mean, the world was there. Even our man Barack Obama was there with his wife and his girlfriend from, uh, Sweden or Switzerland or the Netherlands are there. Remember, goes, Michelle was so pissed that he was busy flirting with her the whole time. <laughs> I don't know if that same thing happened at, at, uh, Ludwig's, uh, funeral or not. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. I know. Surprise. So maybe Giselle Bunchen is more pissed at Tom Brady than I thought because uh, I see a story where the mansion that they were living in in Tampa on Davis Island that uh, was owned by Derek Jeter. I think, you know, he, he was the guy that built the joint. I remember they were building it when I was uh, living in Tampa. Uh, I think it was finished, completed when I had left, but it was somewhere around 2010, I think, something like that, 2011, uh, for... Uh, and I know Jeter sold it for $22.5 million in 2021. So it, uh, and now they're saying that it's going to be demolished. So <laughs> is Janelle, Giselle demolishing the joint? She's so pissed. Plus, I don't think that they'd demolish this place. At least uh, it said it was for a commercial real estate. I don't think that's going to happen uh, for commercial purposes. They said an application for demolition had been posted, but it hadn't been uh, it had not been completed. So I don't know that they let that happen or not. I see where Tampa Bay 10 in the story, they call it 10 Tampa Bay. Is that what they call it now? It's not Tampa Bay 10, uh, 10 Tampa Bay, uh, said that the application has not been completed. So, uh, you know, it, look, it's a the houses of the hoity toity man, seven bedroom, 16 bathroom estate. Uh, it's beautiful. It's right on the water, 22,000 square feet, 345 feet of water views, uh, right there on Davis Island, gorgeous. Uh, Tom was always a little disappointed that it was such an easy access for people. Uh, you know, he didn't like, the, you know, it's a 1.25 acres, uh, wine cellar, movie theater, gym, in-law suite, <laughs> the up hair wing, and an air-conditioned six-car garage. Yeah, you don't want to, I don't want to have to even just feel the 100-degree heat or the 80 degree heat in Tampa when I walk out into the garage. Okay, I want that cooled down as well. <laughs> but he didn't like the way people could just pull up to the back of the house and, uh, you know, or they could just pull the boat up. Uh, it's because the T Davis Island isn't gated, which is kind of, I'm surprised that they didn't have some sort of, uh, some sort of gate to the driveway. They had to have had that, right? I, 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 just, I've, I haven't been down back down there to Jeter's house. So I'm not sure there had to be a gate to get into the, on the actual property, right? They couldn't just come up. The only way they could come up is if they were on the water, they could just come right up to the dock or the seawall. 
but that's, I'm guessing that's probably the only way. I mean, he lives on that island now. They have that place down in South Florida that's the billionaire island, and that's got their, remember we talked about, that's got their own security. Uh, it's got everything. You're not getting on that island unless you live there, okay? Or you've been invited and you get the go-ahead. Uh, we'll escort you. It's, uh, I know, but I can see the house. It's right. Yeah, no. Uh, we'll escort you. That's the only way you're getting on the island. Oh, okay. Fine. Here we go. <laughs> They're not just letting anybody in. Okay. It's not going to happen. That's the new place. So I don't know. I, where is he staying in Tampa? Uh, where's Brady staying in Tampa? I mean, he's probably not staying at the Motel 6 on Dale Mabry. Uh, so, I mean, he's got to have some kind of, maybe he's got a condo downtown or something, right? In one of the buildings downtown. I don't know. I'm asking. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like Tom would be a condo kind of guy. Uh, but you know, it's possible for football season that it is. He's got to have some place to stay. He probably spends most of his time, obviously at the facilities, but he's got to have some kind of place to go to. Right. I mean, that's what Giselle is pissed about. <laughs> Let's take it to condo. I'm out of here. Okay, fine. No problem. You know, speaking of the NFL, I saw a story about how much tickets cost to go to the games. Uh, it seems to be this. there's plenty of games that are pretty pricey. I know. I know. It's amazing. The San Francisco 49ers topped the list uh, for four people. Uh, lot parking, couple of beers, couple of sodas. Four hot dogs, one thousand twenty-eight dollars and thirty-four cents. That's what they did. They got the cheapest seats, uh, which would be four tickets would be eight hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Lot parking is eighty-five bucks. Two beers would be twenty-three. Two sodas would be nine forty-five. Four hot dogs would be twenty-two. So you're looking at one thousand twenty-eight dollars to go to a San Francisco 49ers game. Wow! And of course, coming in at number two, the very own Tampa Bay Buccaneers. $868.44 for four tickets, $25 for parking, $17.25 for a couple of beers, thirteen or $11 for a couple of sodas, $26 for four hot dogs. Wow, $26 bucks for four hot dogs in Tampa and $22 in San Francisco? They better be better hot dogs. $947.69 total. Now, that's the those are both in a you know, couple hundred dollar range. I see uh, uh, the Raiders and the Chiefs are over $800 total. And then you start getting down into a bunch and quite a few, 700, a couple, one, two, three, four in the 700s, and then 600s. What are the cheapest? Let's get down to the bottom, shall we? The Arizona Cardinals. Wow, $228.05. That's doable to see the Cardinals. $169, $15 for a couple of beers. Or is that parking? That's parking. Fifteen to park, sixteen twenty-five for beers, nine eighty for drinks, eighteen for hot dogs. It's pretty good. Under three hundred, you've only got uh, two teams: uh, the Cardinals and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, two hundred and ninety-three dollars. The Jacksonville Jaguars are, and then you coming in at three hundred. You're looking at uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams between three and three ninety-nine. And then on up. That's pretty pricey. Uh, that's a pretty pricey, uh, pricey steep to go to an NFL game. Maybe you watch it at home. I mean, there's nothing like going to a game. There's no doubt about that. I love going to games. I will say that uh, I don't think 
I ever paid for a ticket. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. Uh, it's kind of, I know I shouldn't say that out loud, but I, I went to a number of Tampa Bay Buccaneer games. I went to a number of events at Tampa Stadium and at Raymond James Stadium. And I don't think I ever paid to get in. <laughs> so, sorry, but I had a lot of fun and did a lot of things. But I don't think I ever purchased tickets. Because I have I had press passes, we were broadcasting, I uh, got had tickets given to me. Uh, I had, uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I ever went to event on an event there where I paid. Probably shouldn't say that out loud, huh? Okay, never mind. I didn't say that. Those days are gone anyway. <laughs> Colgate. I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. So I see they're at it again. The Crater of Diamonds State Park in Arkansas say that a man reached two major milestones when he found a diamond at the Crater of Diamonds State Park earlier this month. Said that he found his 50th diamond of 2022, which also happened to be the 35,000th Thou, I can't even say that word because I don't believe it to be true. But uh, 35,000 diamond to be registered at the state park, according to a press release from the Arkansas State Parks. Over the last four years, this guy has found and registered more than 80 diamonds, 50 of which he found this year. Uh, the Diamond State Park in Murphy's Murfreesboro, Arkansas. I've been there. Uh, you know, I've heard me talk about going there. And what an agonizing time it was there. But congratulations to Scott. I don't believe that it's true. I think that the park, it's an older diamond mine. So, you know, they claim that they're, you know, they used to mine or harvest diamonds there. They used to grow on diamond trees that are no longer there. You got to get there when after it rained and then they till the ground and all these people show up and they're leaning and digging through dirt and looking for diamonds. And I think that the park just seeds the place now. I think every so often a guy walks by and just throws a diamond here or there. And that's what you get. And when you find it, oh my gosh, it's another diamond. Keep coming to Crater of Diamond State Park. Keep the tourism alive in Murfreesboro, Arkansas, which is beautiful. That area is gorgeous, no doubt. We stayed not very far from there at a hotel. Great people, had a great time, enjoyed the drive, loved Arkansas. Didn't care so much about digging through for diamonds out there all day. But, you know, we did. Took the kids out there. Ugh. And you can camp out there. People camp and they, you know, bring their little wagons full of diamond hunting stuff. And, uh, you know, you dig through the dirt for diamonds. And I just feel like they just seeded ever so often. I think, it, I think at one point, you know, they were getting diamonds out of there. And I think now we're just... 
seeding it every now and then just to keep the tourists coming. But that's just me. Uh, you know, that's just me. I just find it very difficult to believe that this is all true. <laughs> uh, apparently this uh, registered as a four-point white diamond. Diamonds are smaller than a carat, are weighed in points, with the 100 points being equal to one carat. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, so a four-point diamond, that's like a piece of dirt. As somebody has just seen this joint. I'm sorry. No. Maybe what I need to do is train some birds to go over to Murfreesboro and just pick up what they think are diamonds and fly them back to me, and then I can check it out. Then I don't have to go digging. Because I was reading this story posted on one of the interwebs uh, asking, uh, how do I track a ton of crows or ravens to my yard? My first reaction to that would be, why would you want to, to attract a ton of crows and ravens to your yard? Then, at the end of this, it got me thinking, well, maybe you ought to. So, according to this, uh, this guy and his wife are going to be first-time homeowners, and uh, we have an odd sense of humor. We really want to be the ominous house covered in birds. Does anyone know any tricks for befriending wildlife? To be clear, I'm looking for ways that won't put them in danger uh, physically or anything that would change their diet or hurt them. So one of the responses is raw in-shell peanuts, too big for smaller birds, dust and cayenne to discourage squirrels and such. You're never going to discourage the squirrels. Okay? If you put that on the, I guess if you put that on the on the shelled peanuts, uh, maybe they stay away from them. But I mean, you're going to be fighting squirrels forever. If you're planning to establish a trade relationship, build a level platform that makes some good noise when you put out peanuts. Uh, corrugated tin or fiberglass panel with posts at the corners try to keep the uh, keep a consistent schedule and quantity so hey every day at a certain time we're feeding here's your food and make some noise while you're doing it if you if they bring you something give them a little something extra and put it in the same location as they're offering nice so now we're talking remember we did the stories about the birds the crows stealing from people at the sam's club or the costco's and the people were pissed and they were working in teams they would distract you and then the other one would come up behind and take stuff from your cart this is what they're doing so if they bring you money understand that you can and will train them to rob people if you reward them for it nice so is it my fault if the bird brings back money that they find? That they find? No. We need to do this at the Diamond Mine Park. At, uh, at Crater Park in Arkansas. I need to train crows to bring me back rocks that could possibly be diamonds from Crater of Diamond State Park. And then I don't have to dig through the dirt. They can do it. All I got to do is say, okay, here's some peanuts. <laughs> there you go crows with peanuts well i mean you don't want to be that those people man but you're gonna have bird crap everywhere we talked about the iguanas at the beginning of the show pretty soon and then if you do if you keep them coming then if you stop if you say oh you know what honey uh we've had enough of these crows and i i'm tired of their crow poop everywhere i'm tired of their yakking in the backyard every day and now we've stopped giving them their, their snacks at 2 p.m. And they're pissed, so they're banging on the little tin roof that we built out there. I'm just tired of it all. What are we going to do? Uh, good luck getting rid of them, 
because your place is the place now. So you're going to have to either put them down or start. It's going to be, uh, you know, shotgun shell, baby. Uh, you have to start shooting and they're probably, they still come back and they'll attack. <laughs> it's not going to be a good time. So maybe you don't start the whole process. Maybe you think to yourself, you know, I don't think I'll start the process. I would love to have crows that bring me back money and goods from wherever they get it from, including diamonds from Crane and Diamond Park in Arkansas. But I'm not going to do that because I'm never going to get rid of them. Huh. Man, that sounds an awful lot like... Nah, you go ahead. You write your own jokes on that, okay? If that one's all yours, email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com with your punchline to that joke. Or just write your own joke around that information that I gave you about crows and never leaving after you first break them in to arrive. So many jokes with that. And they're all yours. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.